What's up, guys? Welcome to Kind of Funny's Reactions to WandaVision, the MCU's return. Phase four begins every week. We're going to be doing quick reactions to what we thought about WandaVision on Disney+. Plus. Uh, this week, they dropped episodes one and two. Going forward, they'll be dropping one episode a week, and we're going to be here each and every week until the finale, where this will move over to MCU in review, and we will rank the entire season alongside the rest of the mcu as always i'm tim gettys joined by the producer slash seducer nick scarpino good morning the big dog kevin coelho oh wow andy cortez good morning you look good in black and white baby thanks Tom. and greg miller i enjoy it you want them quick all right andy hit the plot song let's go i got a, i got a fucking motor i'm gonna have to motor no plot no plot <laughs> for this one we just, this is an interview this is different this is us reacting I greg know, miller what did you think about the return of the mcu God, how good was it just to see that Marvel Studios logo come up? Are you kidding me? And have that moment again of like, oh, I don't know what's about to happen. Uh, both episodes I uh, I adored. I thought were great. You know, as somebody who was uh, raised in many ways by uh, sitcom reruns, getting watching that first episode, I'd be like, oh my God, they are nailing I Love Lucy in such a fast, like, like I don't think Elizabeth Olsen or Paul Bettany, for that matter, get enough uh, credits for being acting, acting in this. Like, the way they both have to change their performance to fit that I Love Lucy thing to then fit a bewitched, like, the, it's amazing what they did. Andy. I'm with Greg. I thought it was, uh, I, I thought it was interesting. I thought it was unique and weird. And I love that as the episodes went on, we started getting more and more of these hints of to what is possibly happening. And I just love the tone shift. I was you're waiting for the tone shift. You're mm -hmm. waiting for the moment for this sort of uh, the fourth wall to be broken. And when it happens, it's really, really cool. And I just love how we get more and more hints as to what the hell is possibly happening in this universe. Um, I and I think that that ratio is going to, you know, get more and more on the side of what is actually happening but it's just so cool seeing them commit to such a weird concept okay oh I, I really enjoyed it same with greg like i grew up watching these sitcoms so watching this was just like oh man they are parroting this very very well and then it has those moments where it breaks so at the like mm -hmm. close to the end of the dinner which i think that was the first episode right the dinner correct, party. yeah with the hearts yeah yeah uh, when he starts choking and uh, the mom from that 70s show is like, stop it, stop. It, and it gets more serious and the shot yeah. gets tighter and tighter. And you're like, that what serious, the yeah. fuck is going on? Same thing with the uh, when they have the, the radio kick on and you hear the radio mm. kind of be like, Wanda, Wanda, what's going on? And it's just like some Who's it, doing it's, this. The hints of something that is going on is so interesting. And I I'm. They got me, man. They got. I'm so ready to for the next episode. It ended, and I was like, "Why isn't there a fucking trailer?" That's what I meant <laughs> to say by three. fourth wall. I don't know why I said fourth wall breaking. But that's exactly what I was talking about. Why did I say fourth wall? It's early in the morning for me. Sorry. Well, it kind of is fourth wall breaking because one of the things I like. I really like the series too, by the way. Um, thanks for throwing to me, uh, Tim. Um, but <laughs> what, I, 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 what I thought they nailed. What I thought they nailed was the difference between the way um, traditional shows are shot and those old school like three cam shows are shot. Right. Totally. So if you notice, like when they're stuck in the world and they don't, there's no break with reality. It's very, very just like. You're, you're seeing that wide shot. Everything's playing off like you would see I Love Lucy where they're coming through and they're just picking each other up on different cameras in the studio. And then when those moments go where they break the reality and something weird happens, they move in for more traditional coverage. You have the close-ups. You have a, bit, a better depth of field. And all that stuff looks so cool and it's so off-putting to just be 
in that like yep. bewitched I Dream of Genie world for a second and then have it cut to a close-up of of Elizabeth Olsen and have it like the, you see a dolly in a traditional like yep. what, what we would think is traditional filmmaking now of course back then it wasn't for TV it's so off-putting and, and the veil course, the, the veil is lifted you know yeah moments. it's so cool and and then the the color shifts with when she does find those things of color which always remind me of Pleasantville which I, I made a mental note about two months ago to go back and watch Pleasantville but I haven't done it yet so I this is going to remind me to do that um, I just think it's so well done and the cast and shout out to Catherine Hahn who plays the the neighbor yeah, um, who is just hamming it up and just enjoying okay. the shit out of this role. Well, they're both uh, doing it right. Her and Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany for that matter are eating it up and doing like they like Lucy and Ethel are what they're yes. doing that entire time. Right. And they're nailing with, I don't know, like just their in, in, intonation, right. As they go. Into but they're, but they're, but they're, they're balancing it so perfectly with they're nailing it. But there's something else there, right? Are sure. they like, you know what I mean? It's 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 hard to put your finger on, but like they're they don't fit in this world. And that's so hard for actors to do. But when you have actors of that caliber, as you I mean, I'm just so blown away by the fact that they got Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen to do these roles again for a series like this. This really it I, I was I was like halfway through the first episode. I'm like, this is next level shit. This is gonna be yeah. such a cool tool in the MCU arsenal to have going forward if they can hit this level of intrigue. That's my opinion. Yeah, it's like this this being the the first ever Marvel Studios TV show. It's like if this is a hint of what we're about to get for the rest of time, like I am so in. I love that they are playing with the format, and this is something that we couldn't have gotten in a movie. If it was in a movie, it would have happened way quicker. And it's not the slow build of commitment that they're obviously doing here. I'm shocked that they're committing to one episode per decade of of style of sitcom. And I'm like Andy said, I'm sure it's going to get a little bit more rapid as we go. But the fact that the first two episodes were very firmly in very different eras i was i was so impressed with their level of commitment to making stories that like greg was saying felt genuine to the time and to the era mm -hmm. of what mm -hmm. that plot was trying to do but also sprinkling in so many things where i was like on the edge of my seat with the dialogue like trying to catch on to see what's going on like there's so many fun little hints of marvel stuff that they they start like dropping throughout it where i'm just like this is so fucking cool like two things that are fairly obvious but i don't know if you guys noticed but the commercial break stuff was both times really cool the the first time with the start thing Stark. obviously yeah with this the sound of his the the repulsors going off and it's like obviously that's allusion to the stark bomb that kills their parents in and the red Ultron. and the red light was the only thing that was the first thing we yeah. saw in color yeah yeah and then the second commercial is the strucker watch with the hydra logo on that's it and cool. strucker was the guy that was doing the experiments on them in age of ultron i'm like this is about to be fucking incredible and i just love that the we have already talked about it a lot but all the, the the moments of breaking were scary legitimately scary we keep hearing talks about uh dr strange 2 being a bit more of like having horror elements it's like we're starting to see what that's going to look like in this and i i am just absolutely impressed with this and i can't wait for the next couple of weeks because we know they're going all the way to the 2000s and like what's the office going to look like <laughs> yeah it's it's so it's so unique in that these are uh, like you know i'm not like i'm not like you all i didn't really grow up reading a whole lot of comics but i know enough that this series feels like one of those series runs that just would never be able to be turned into like a tv or a movie like it just it feels like this is one of those wacky ass runs that you see and you're like 
Oh, interesting. You know, Captain America in this in this uh, run, he's going to be a, a teddy bear the whole time. How is that going to work? Like just one Great of those run. weird ass. One of my favorite. Yeah, one, one of my favorites too, Greg. Uh, but it's just, this just all feels like something like that, that you would never expect that they would actually make an attempt to turn into uh, TV or or a movie or whatever. And let alone the fact that it's good. <laughs> like it's <laughs> uh, it's just so uh, I'm just so ready for it. I'm so happy MCU is back, man. Hell yeah, so, man. Uh, what do we think about the the end of the first episode and the like weird sword logo? So it's cool. I don't know if you noticed, Kev, the sword, it's a, it's different words than the comic sword. So the, the comic sword usually deals with more otherworldly things. Sword and shield, uh, by the way, for context for people. Is that, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sword, yeah. like sword and shield, different yeah. components different of the, like, yeah, teams. But Pokemon. Uh, this one was more, yeah. I, I'm blanking on what it was, but the other one was like, this is sentient um, weapons instead of otherworldly something or other. So it's like they're dealing with Wanda being a sentient weapon. Mm, mm, mm. Interesting. So yeah. you think they have her in a sword facility and she's... Because it's clearly all this stuff is happening in her head, right? I mean, well, yeah, I, that, don't know. I love that we, yeah, we don't know. It's like, I, is she like causing, because the fact that they're actually watching these shows in, in real life is like the coolest yeah. fucking thing. Yeah, I, that yeah. is true. Like, I don't, yeah. Cause I, it's, it's the most Metal Gear Kojima shit where, you know, when the person at the end is, is all watching it and then, you know, cuts to the credits and immediately then you're just sort of sucked in because I, I love when when media does this. I love when something isn't quite what it seems and there's a larger thing, you know, there's people behind, you know, uh, uh, pulling the puppet strings. I just, it's so interesting and I'm so intrigued by all of it. What's yeah, up, I can't wait to see how they reveal us. Oh, I was going to say, I, I don't think this is something that's just in her head. I think that, like, something has happened. I think it's her fault. I mean, obviously, I at, at the end of the second one, she's in control, at least some aspect of it. Because she to does be able the to thing, rewind, right? Rewind yeah. time, yeah. So mm -hmm. I think that it's it's uh, in her head. No, it, I think that something has happened to her, and she's like created a a bubble that like has this world. like we saw in the trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, sort of like a Pleasantville style bubble. Is there anything scarier than a dude coming out of a sewer main? With bees. He's with fucking bees surrounding him. He's a goddamn literal Metal Gear villain coming out yeah. to fight them or whatever he wanted. It's just like, no. Yeah. That's the thing about it where I, I yeah, I, you know, I think it's such an interesting right now trying to figure out what's going on. Such an interesting idea to kick around and go about it. I, I think that she yeah people are watching her in this thing we've and obviously if we want to piece together the trailer we've seen the bubble we've seen you know the fbi running at it we've seen the outside mcu real world trying to intrude on this my thoughts would be like it's a shared delusion right because we have uh uh, uh agnes in there we have uh what's her name renee no monica monica oh, wow. rambo right yeah who's the grown-up uh woman from or the, gr oh, right. the grown version of the captain marvel little girl like uh she's in there too and she has a break in episode two right where she is like why i don't yeah like she starts to I get here? it yeah and then if we if you go and re as soon as we finished episodes one and two we went and rewatched the trailer and like you know see it there you see agnes break too in that of like are you doing like it's i i would imagine that scarlet witch signed up for something and it went awry and she sucked these other people in and now won't let anybody out like i think it's gonna mm -hmm. it's being set up that sh she's a victim of this but i think it's going to be she's also kind of the perpetrator of it. Like yeah. she can't let go of Vish. 
because they keep asking her questions and that's what's causing her to break is like the yeah. questioning of her and it sounds like that whoever's asking her questions in real life are asking through code and like she realizes that at some point and it's like it almost feels like some bucky shit with the mm-hmm. they're trying like deep, deep or whatever or whatever yeah because like whenever there's like a line of questioning it hits a point where like the you hear the like high-pitched like kind of ringing and then she like kind of like freaks out which yeah is she starts waking from the dream cool. i think yeah but yeah, just, i mean just so from the, on the radio you think i think the radio is randall park is that do you think that's that is probably oh it sounds oh, like oh yeah we're like Wanda, right. who's doing this who's doing this to you whatever yeah, yeah one who's doing this to you and it's gonna turn out she's doing it to herself the cool thing though is the um the Catherine Hans character is probably based on her name's Agnes in this. There's a, a character in the comics named Agatha, which I'm pretty sure she's based on. And she's in, like a witch that taught her how to you do stuff, right? Yeah, and it's like good guy, bad guy, but like often bad guy type sure. thing. Definitely like like Loki-esque in some ways. Yeah. But uh mm-hmm. the, the interesting thing that she said is there was one line in the second episode where she mentioned the devil and it was like, well, that's not the only place it is, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Mephisto is another uh, Marvel mm-hmm. character, bad guy that like is has been rumored to be involved in Doctor Strange too. So I think that we're gonna see some shit. Man, what a, what a fun way to tell to have storytelling. You know, to go week to week. You know, we always talk about uh, we always have the issue of the week to week, and I know Nick hates it. I love I it. it. I'm so excited about this. I'm so excited it. that week after week we can keep oh, I, on yeah, having no, totally. these theories and and talk about it. And uh, but this time it's like. This isn't just any other show thing. This is a show tied to one of our MCU. favorite universes, a thing that's so near and dear to our hearts. It's so exciting. Um, I'm just stoked. I, uh, yeah, it's, my, it's just my, my one criticism with it always is like, am I going to remember to watch this on next Friday? You will. And of course, yeah, I will because will. we're doing these reactions, right? But if I were if I were a person who, who didn't make content for a living, this might slip a little bit for me. And I think that's unfortunately it would do a disservice because I, I really like the storytelling in this so far. Again, I love how they do that, that mix of traditional sitcom to conventional shooting. I think it's all cool and I want to see all that unfold over – you know, I want to see it all unfold together because I just love that. And I guess maybe part of me is just craving that movie MCU experience where I want to see something. I want to sit and see an MCU thing from start to finish. But you know what? It's good. So I'll shut the F up. That's the thing. Historically, I'd be there with you. I love to binge this kind of stuff or I, I don't know stuff in general. But I think the fact that MCU, we've been through a drought and usually you only get two hours of it anyway. Today, I felt satiated. I am. I can't wait for more. I had, I had hopes in episode two that the walls would crack a bit more and we'd see a little bit more light from the outside world in there. But I'm not hung up on it. I can't wait for more. I'm stoked. I yeah, hope definitely by- can't wait for more. I hope by episode four, the walls are cracking more and we're getting sure. hints of what's going on out there. Because, like, the that's story. the thing. Yeah, I, I this these two episodes were fun, but if we have a whole season where everything's just filler and it we're just be. getting thrown uh, little hints. Yeah, I yeah I think that yeah. they learned from, uh, what, Mandalorian season one and then season two. I know. How, how different those seasons were. Um, yeah, see, I, I did, that, that's so the one thing I didn't... That's the one thing I didn't like about Mandalorian was they didn't they didn't tease you enough of what was going on, right? We got the baby Yoda, but then they kind of they didn't keep that going enough for me in season one to be like, where where is he gonna go with this? To me, I, I was like, I guarantee the first one's gonna gonna start. We're gonna get a little bit of what's going on. Second one, we're gonna get a little bit more of what's going on, and it's gonna be just enough and perfect enough peppered in to keep me super interested and intrigued. Um, and it reminded me of X Files and Fringe and all those things, I'm like what's going on, yeah. and that's perfect and this just remember just remember it reminds me rather that the mcu and the guys and the the people behind it are just so good at what they do 
we got nine episodes of this. If I had it my way, the first six would all be exactly like this, just given a lot of hints. And the last three, let's go all out and have a fucking movie that, like an MCU traditional movie. And that's going to be fucking awesome. We'll be back next week with our reactions. Let us know what you th- think, thought, all of that in the comments below. Until next time, love you guys. Bye.